Hey there, everyone. This is Cass with SCNS Live. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to check out the video version of this, you can check it out on YouTube. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, all at SCNS Live. Thank you so much and enjoy the show. everyone hello there and welcome to scns live your nightly weekly thursday nightly show hi <laughs> it My sounded like you thought you were octavia for like half a second <laughs> good evening good everyone good evening <laughs> hi there my name is cass and i'm on this show uh, but I'm not doing it by myself. I'm doing it with at least two other people. One of them is sitting to my right. Two of them. Me? I would say that she's sitting to your right. Uh-huh. You're sitting to my right. Right. Go ahead. Right? Right. I'm Kat. Hi. I'm Cora. We, we're here today. We promise. Some days that's all you get. And behind the board, being pretty, making everyone look heard, there is Jason. I'm mad as hell that a mic is broken. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. And I left my pictures up. Look at this. I'm so sad. Oh. Here, now it looks like you're just holding a sponge because all oh, you can see is the uh, filter. Just. I hope everybody enjoys that. You know, the the cheapest microphones I bought work the best. Absolutely. We need sponsors on this show. If you would would like to sponsor us, please do. Um, We will shill for your products. I got to be kept in, you know, high-grade toys and mid-grade whiskey. And apparently low-grade microphones. Apparently not. (laughs) Do, Do we need to get, like... An OnlyFans, but instead of like, I'm not, I'm not running that bet again. No, 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 Only toys. Yeah, like instead of nudes, it's just like sexy posed action figures. I mean, we had that going for a little bit. I mean, OnlyFans has a habit of trying to go not nudes anymore, and that hasn't worked for them. I don't know why it would work for us. I mean, that one time I went out to San Diego Comic Con and I bought like all the collectibles and everything. I took a picture on the floor covered in the toys. And I was I like, mean, find more sexy pics like this on my Patreon, silver level. <laughs> I got some really, I got some really weird DMs off of that one because I did, <laughs> I did put it on like my Instagram and Twitter, and I got some, I got some strange DMs. I'm gonna tell you right now from people I did not know. Jason was thirst trapping. <laughs> He didn't even. He that was a, a joke, y'all. <laughs> he found a complete market that he didn't know existed, and then he didn't take advantage. Like, of it. we want to do tasteful nudes with dice. The first one was like somebody I did not know, and they were like, "Is there a page? Is there a Patreon for this?" And I'm like, "But like the big ones." I was like, "Somebody's playing with me." And so, then- <laughs> so I'm, I'm like, with your dice idea. I I found someone who like has a tutorial on how to make like cute like lingerie or like fashion for dolls i bet you we could make that so that for the dice just you can make a bikini but it looks like d20s here and here yeah but i mean like yeah like a rough thing yeah to to be to be fair again these are like 
with a bag of the like crotch. Anyway. Put that down in I, my million dollar ideas section. How can I get anyone to go up into that dusty old <laughs> claptrap? <laughs> the cabin. Arrested development for the win. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm not. No, no, no one is. We're going to start with some super cool nerd news, but before that, let's start with some super cool nerd news. <laughs> and we're back. What's going to end the show? (laughs) (laughs) Crying. Uh, So, we're starting out with some video game news. Uh, Joining Super Mario Kart, Space Invaders, and Minecraft in the video game Hall of Fame is one of my favorite games of all time, Ocarina of Time. (gasps) Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time was inducted uh, today, actually, along with uh, Dance Dance Revolution. Heck yeah. Miss, no. not Mrs. Pac-Man, which I had forgotten. And a uh, video game I'm not familiar with. It's called Civilization. Yeah. Oh my god! I'm not familiar Civilization with it Civilization brought, like, the PC market. Yeah. Like, in a big way. Yeah, like, Civ? Yeah. yeah. Like, and it's still going. And <laughs> Oh, you're on a first name basis? Oh. <laughs> you're on a first name, or you're on a nickname basis. That is typically what civilization also, players refer to as. Was also Sim. something we used to sell at the Apple Store, and was the basis for my how to sell a video game if you don't know the video game uh, before it. Okay, yeah. Sim yeah, Five, like, the UI is a little weird. The menu's kind of strange, but once you get used to it, you know yeah. the weapons are yeah, largely it, similar. It's for people that like Risk, but don't want to play Risk with other people. Yeah, because that's what ruined Risk, is all the other people. So I played its successor then, Rise of Nations. Yes, yeah. Rise (laughs) of Nations and Civilizations are like similar styles. I mean, Clash of Clans wouldn't exist if Civilization didn't exist. Well, Warcraft was a little different in that it came from a different angle, but in like, Civ wasn't a mass multiplayer. See, she said Civ. See? Well, World of Warcraft, but Warcraft, the original game, was very much similar. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and I played War... I think I played Warcraft 2 back in the day. Oh, lord. Um, but anyways, inducted, yeah, into the video game Hall of Fame. That's Uh, great! There is a video game museum in Frisco, if you've never checked it out. It is really cool. Um, so cool. Yeah, this one is in Rochester, New York. Is uh, where the yeah. Hall of Fame is. I'm not going till there's justice for Uniracer. <laughs> we totally should go back to the because um, we've actually been to the video game museum. We should I wonder totally if they let us tour it cool. and like it's shoot cool. it. Yeah, I, I hope so. I've they, been there a couple of times. They've changed it up since. Like I went when I went, it was a lot different than what I'd seen it as prior. Yeah, like the first time I went. So I guess they change up the what they display and stuff and everything, and so it'd be really cool to go back and see what they have now. I mean, they also do have an arcade. They do. Oh, it is really cool. I really like it. Anyways, anyways. anyways. <laughs> All right. That's really great, though. It's a long time coming. Yeah. Uh, I looked through their list, and they, they have some pretty cool games. They also have Minecraft. Anyways, uh, it's speaking of video games. of Time isn't the best, best Legend of Zelda of all time, though. Excuse me? Yeah, it's Breath of the Wild. You know why Breath of the Wild is the best game? Because Stone Cold said so. You know what? Are there any other Gen Xers to validate him for that? 
You see, yeah, st- this one right here. <laughs> you're not a, they're not a Gen X dude. I'm not. No, you're a boomer. I, yeah, you. Bullshit. Fall, you you fall you fall into um, early boomer. No, that's totally yes, Gen you, X. No, technically hun- he is Gen X. Yeah. See? Oh, oh, you're right. I got my it's right. It's older your, than me. I got my swaps. things mixed up. Yeah. But it's also, in my name. He's Kevin's age, and Kevin's. Oh a my. Lord. Or Kevin's a Gen X. What, what can I throw at you? <laughs> I mean, really anything in a punch. I don't want to throw a pencil. I'm fairly certain it's in my name. You know? Oh, I'm not throwing this. This is sacred. I mean, you, you're going to want These erasers later, are so but, good. Yeah. Oh, Speaking totally of video games. Lower third for the show. Sorry. I'm sorry? <laughs> I made up a lower third. <laughs> I just haven't used it yet. My dude. <sighs> Kat, do you have any video game news? Overwatch League started today. Yes, it did. <laughs> I expected more excitement here. I really, really, really want to care about it. It's the opening day of the fifth season. Uh, so, probably nobody remembers this, but like, except for Cass, maybe. But when, uh, when Dallas first found out it was getting envious, I was so excited because envious was the only like North American team. And when I say North American, was anybody from North America at that point? I don't think oh, so. Oh, no, no. Uh, but they were a, a mixed roster team who had gone and won in Korea. An Apex tournament was huge. And uh, then they got here, and we were all very excited for Overwatch League to start. And they just didn't perform very well. They kept taking their good things and ruining them. And uh, Overwatch League was very critical of that. And then Overwatch League keeps taking the best parts about itself and ruining them. They, uh, they, I'm trying to be on board, but like, they didn't talk to their talent team for like eight months to tell them if their contracts were being renewed, even like brand new people. Didn't fire them. Didn't fire them. Just didn't talk to them. Yeah. Did not contact them in any way. And these are like young, hungry, like all stars of casting. They haven't listened to any of the advice given to them by like the vets, and they they put out a beta that's just not ready to go. I uh, Overwatch League started today, and I watched uh, a co-stream from someone that's no longer with the league because I didn't want to watch the league. Sideshow? It was sideshow. And he's talking about whether or not cats can eat raw eggs <laughs> while also talking about Overwatch. And, like, I would much rather watch that than I would their official content. I mean, like, I, I like, like Uber and Mr. X, and they were doing a good portion of it. I just, yeah. like, I don't know. Like, you, you'd be hard-pressed to find somebody who's more on board with them conceptually than I was. Like, and they just... I don't know, but we'll see. Anyway, it started. Maybe I'll get into a new esport this year. What's Monty doing these days? League of Legends content. I have, oh. a, I have a bone to pick with Overwatch. Go ahead. Surprise. That's what we're doing. I didn't. I didn't get into beta for two, and I'm mad as hell about it. Did you watch the streamers or whatever for the? I don't care about the streamers. No, no, no. That's how you got the key. Like the guaranteed yeah. key is if you watch yeah. certain streamers for. One, one of my friends got a key. Yeah, and then after. Tell them I hate them. 
And it there. hit its highest <laughs> concurrent, like, uh, views ever, like, with that. Uh, it w- got up to, like, 1.5 million or something views on Twitch, and then that promotion ran out and they dropped 99% of their views. Which, to me, like, is a little rough, but at the same time, that just tells you people want to play it, so it's not the worst thing ever. It's not a a bad sign for Overwatch. It's a terrible sign. Yeah, Dr. Disrespect said it wasn't enough to put out the burning trash can of the Overwatch fandom. But anyway, Overwatch 2. All the maps look orange now. Oh, that weird And lower quality. (laughs) Like, they just look slightly blurred. My friend did say that playing the content was fun. I mean, it might be, and it might get me back into it for a minute. I just, it's not, it's not the way it was. Yeah. They did say, or well, her husband was playing more so than she was, because he couldn't get a code because of his, his Twitch and his Blizzard account weren't connected. So it's a rookie mistake there. Yeah. Well, he had just changed his name, so apparently it didn't connect right or something. Yeah. It was some. It was some stupid. I mean, it's only because uh, Overwatch League tokens have been part of the system. If you watch the stream, you could get free skins. So I've had mine set up for years. But yeah, Yeah, it's it's a pain. But um, his his overview of it was basically that like the new um, party makeup actually worked out pretty well. He, like they weren't sure that it was gonna work, but it worked. Yeah, for what he was playing, and he got a a skin that his wife really liked. And I think it has a lot of potential as far as playing yeah. goes. I just like they just had so many missteps and miscommunication and undercommunication yeah. and bad publicity. That's hard to be entirely on board. Yeah, but. There are, I mean, we still have friends who work on that show, actually. Like, watch it, I guess. <laughs> like, I want them to keep their jobs as long as they want them. Yeah. Zoe's still radiant. Danny's still adorable. Hex is still producing. Custa is definitely there. And um, Reinforce is coming back. Yeah. All right, moving on, Cora. Um, I don't have any video game news, but I do have something cute. So, <laughs> what? Was that the way I said cute? That's how she said it. Absolutely. Good, it's a good consolation prize. No video games, but cute. Yes, I, I have something, well, something that falls into the realm of wholesome. So, the new anime that's been sweeping everybody, and I'm very happy about it, is Spy Family. And it's, it's a super, super cute anime and manga. If you haven't checked it out, you have a spy, and his recent mission is that he has to create a family so that he can infiltrate like this prestigious academy. So he has to find someone that will be his wife and find a child. But, and, and he does, but his wife and child are also hiding their own secrets. The wife is an assassin and the child has telepathy. And all of that said, it is so wholesome because they're, they're playing their roles perfectly. And it, it's so cute. Like, the opening sequence alone is super cute because it's like a cute little family having family time. And so you have all that cute. But we're bringing this up because we are going to get a stage show for Spy Family coming in March 2023. 
It will be at the Imperial Theater in Tokyo, and then it will go traveling around afterwards. But I feel like that's like the mark of you finally made it, kid, as Japan makes a stage musical for and it's it. so cool. Like, it really is. We get Disney live-action remakes, and they put stuff on stage. <laughs> yeah. And, like... There's two. I have two stories that are like this, but I with uh, with Spy Family originally the manga didn't do very well. This was right after Bleach had ended, and they were and uh, Shonen Jump was like trying to find stuff to fill in their slot, mm-hmm. and they were just picking anything and everything, and even stuff that was good, just they would just cut it immediately. Yeah. And Spy Family was one of those things. It's like a slow burn kind of, but you I mean, needed a little bit more time for people may- to. Maybe so. I didn't see it when it originally came out, sadly. But, like, I mean, we're on episode four of the anime, and they, or I'm sorry, episode five of the anime, and they've already start, like, started getting the kid into the academy, so good amount of stuff has already happened. But I'm hoping that the renewed vigor in the anime will continue the manga so we can get more. Yeah. How often does that happen? It happens fairly frequently. There's a lot of manga that just doesn't make it because it just isn't popular enough, which is fine. I get it. But it's also kind of sad because you'll find some stuff that are like hidden gems that are really good, but then they end abruptly. And it's the same thing with anime. And sitcoms. And sitcoms. Comics. Comics. Stop cutting things. Yeah. (laughs) Looking at you, Netflix. Put out Sandman. Put out Sandman! But I will get into my other story later where we have a silver lining with some stuff. But yeah, Spy Family is going to be getting a stage show. They're going to be auditioning for The Mother very soon. So look forward to that. I think they would accept a white, somewhat large-chested woman. Actually, yeah. You could be the the dubs, not subs. I'm sorry, did you refer to the um I was like, who are we talking about? The family themselves Anybody at this table. <laughs> That's are, true. The family themselves are very white passing. Oh, okay. Like I mean the father's got blonde hair and he looks very European. The mother looks like she could either be Asian or another form of European. Yeah. And then the daughter just has, has pink hair. So like, you know. <laughs> That's her defining feature. That's her defining feature. Well she telepathy. Just, she, like And pink hair. Like She's the most wholesome part of the show. I love her so much. I really, like, I have so much space for wholesome content. It's been a rough couple of years. Yeah. It's nice to see things that are just Why? nice. Oh, also. Uh, I had to live with you. <laughs> oh, also, he proposed. Wait, that wasn't it. He proposes to his wife with the pin of a grenade while they're getting shot at. That's adorable. <laughs> the time's a ticking, honey. Like, yeah. He pull, like he's <laughs> in the next five seconds. He like grabs the grenade. He pulls the pin, throws it. Oh, that's an important. Step. And then like puts it on her ring finger and like says the vows as Adorable. he does. I'm like goals. Suddenly this is goals. I don't even know why. I just have goals to remember <laughs> to throw the right part because with ADHD, I would throw the pin and then be like, "Well, you," and then just blank. Go and take your hand off the spoon. You're okay. Yeah, it's true. But, I don't know what that means. Jason, do you have anything yeah. video games or cute? I've got cute. neither. Um, well then, Cat, do you have any video games what or the? cute? All right, back to you, Jason. <laughs> Let's talk about some press I got from good folks over at DC today. Now, um, 
I love some of the DC animated movies. They can be hit or miss. But today's announcement of Green Lantern, Fear My Power, is awesome because it ain't Hal, it ain't Kyle, it ain't Guy, it's John Stewart taking front and center. Uh, also, you can find a write-up for this story on supercoolnerdshow.com. I'd like to go ahead and just point out, look, for some people, John is their Green Lantern. Those that grew up on Justice League Unlimited. But the thing that I've always that's always kind of bothered me about John is whenever he makes his appearance, he's just kind of there. He's always there. He's just that good, reliable Green Lantern you put in. But this story is actually going to retcon and give John an origin story for when he gets the ring. And we're going to find out why John Stewart, architect, marine sniper, is one of the best Green Lanterns out there. I am so hyped for this. Uh, coming out on DVD. Um, hang on, I need to go to supercoolnerdshow.com because I wrote a story and I don't remember the dates and everything. It is going to be um, July 26, 2002 on Blu-ray, uh, digital. 2002. But on top of that, they also Mom's sent birthday. us over a little trailer <gasps> of Green Lantern, Beware My Power. Are you, you going to be okay, Cass? I'm so excited. We're basically seeing John as he's being thrown into the Ron Thanagarian War. Um, he is new to the Justice League. You know, normally you get the ring, you go off to Oa, you get some hardcore training. No, the... Um, I have pointy ones, too. Look. Oh, it's too loud? I'm sorry. So they don't, like, turn, turn the speaker down because it's going to hit your mic. Sorry about that. Anyway, so we see John uh, kind of just being thrown into being a Green Lantern, giving him a definitive origin story. Look, John in the comics has done so much. He was a Green Lantern. He took Hal's place and was Green Lantern of Earth for a while. When he lost his powers in Emerald Twilight, he led the Dark Stars and brought Green Lanterns that had been depowered into the Dark Stars and then came back and was a Green Lantern again. John is the man. Also voiced by Phil Lamar in Justice League. Nice. Where's he? What about here? No, uh, he's actually being voiced uh, by uh, Aldous Hodge. Who, really? I'm, I'm actually, yeah, Aldous Hodge will be playing the role of John Stewart. Jimmy Simpson will be playing Green Arrow. Ike Amande will be Martian Manhunter. Brian Bloom is Adam Strange. Jamie Gray Hyder is Hawkgirl. And Rick D. Wasserman will be Sinestro. Because they are also the driving force behind. They they wiped the Guardians out. I'm sorry, wiped the core out. Coordinate set. And uh, John's kind of like the last Lantern standing. I just That's some good. of DC's best products in the last ten years have been some of their animated movies. Oh, absolutely, have been really good. And this proves that they do know how to give somebody a break for a minute. Maybe try that with the Joker. Yeah, yeah. Because like I'm excited again to see a lantern product, and it's because they gave it a minute. Like I love the, from the chat. John Stewart is the best Green Lantern. Period. End of story. Bye bye. See you later. You know what? That's a convincing like argument. Mike, Seriously. That's like, like let's, let's talk about consistent lanterns who have just been solid members of the core throughout. Guy Gardner. Y'all didn't see me jump out of my chair when he said John Stewart. Like, John Stewart saying. is the lantern. I love him so much. He is better than all the rest. John Stewart is amazing. Yeah, Guy Gardner, Perhaps hothead. Jimmy Simpson for the Jimmy Hal, Simpson. How kind of like killed Green the core off? How? Kyle's how new. Has an has like one or two interesting stories. John is amazing. Yeah. So I am absolutely on board with this. I am. I'm getting this one. Expect a review when this one mm -hmm. comes out because 
It looks good. I also like I'm his... come over and watch it with you. I also like his constructs. Like, he straight up yeah. creates a freaking K-bar to go after somebody. That's some real stuff right there. He went right to what he knows. So, yes, if you couldn't tell, I'm very excited for this. Yeah, I saw a giant gun in that trailer. I'm... The man is a Marine. Give, give a Marine, a good Marine, a Green Lantern ring. You got problems. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you got a solution to a whole bunch of problems. Yes, you do. So, yeah, I'm it's, hyped. I'm I mean, totally the whole on... thing is just like any comic book, any comic book if Jon Stewart has a gun. <laughs> John he is always the man. has I'm, a gun. I'm so glad he's getting a front. Uh, he, he, Jon Stewart deserves this. He deserves it. Yeah. So, anyway, that's that is my story. Woo! Uh, from the chat, Sir Kraz, was that is that Neil Adams who you're talking about? Was he the one that you made about the guy that originally made the, the Green Lantern? Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, no, yeah, no, no, uh, he he yeah. did pass away this week. Uh, it's, yeah, I had one of well, my damn, favorite. Now, now sad. One <laughs> of my favorite con memories was with him. It was just like this is a nice story. We had a we had a nice chat about different uh, superheroes and supervillains and what kind of classical painters they would be <laughs> like well when you talk writers who really laid the groundwork of characters neil adams is there he was just he was chill af and i understand that there are two different experiences that people had if you experienced him as a fan that he was really chill if you were getting a critique that he was very harsh and i can't speak to that that didn't happen to me but i i've he did bring the medium a long way. So. I mean, right. modern day Batman was molded by Neil Adams. Yeah. No doubt about it. He, they, when they had to find out a way to make Batman, like, good, and I love people were posting, like, the best panels Neil Adams did. Like, there was one where, apparently Batman is supportive of sex workers. It was a, he, like, approached this girl in the rain, and he was like, rough night for you to be out. And he walks her home! And she's like, thanks for that, because last time my pimp didn't touch me for a week. That's the solid kind of character building that Neil Adams did. And, uh, and that the Batman movie didn't. Truly going to be missed. And, of course, yeah, I got a bone to pick with y'all about that one. About, uh, after the show. Yeah, anyway, that's, that is my thing. Back yeah. to getting hyped. Rip, Neil, he, he did a lot for the medium, brought yes. it a long way. And uh, this is a cool way for him to be kind of honored, is that... All right, who's got next? Moving on, movies. Anybody? All of my stuff are shows. <laughs> I mean, I got movie. I could go back to back. Okay. That's weird. It's I like got a... movies. I got shows. Uh, movies. Daniel Radcliffe has been called a thirst trap in the weirdest headline that I've seen in a minute uh, for his new role as Weird Al Yankovic. What? In a Roku biopic mm -hmm. I'm sorry a what? Roku Roku the, the streaming service look uh -huh. at this and they man. figure if Apple can do it they can do it too you know like what? Severance was supposed to be really good I will say he looks exactly he does look also, like him also does ha the words Weird Al Yankovic like anything on Roku that just seems to fit because it's it just feels very in character for him to do anything that's not on a major platform. Apparently, Daniel Radcliffe uh, broke his accordion immediately. That doesn't surprise <gasps> like, me. Oh no! 
he was allowed to touch it and he broke it right away. I want to know who Jason Sudeikis' nephew in the corner of that picture. I mean, it really does. If you squint, it looks like him. Uh, But also, like, I I wouldn't know. Anybody in his life, I'm going to be like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No idea. I still, I do want to see it. I think he's... Weird Al. Weird Al is dope. I actually tried to get her tickets for Christmas one year, and they're they're expensive, y'all. Uh, to see Weird Al because I thought it'd be fun. I still would go see him. We've loved him since we were kids. Mm -hmm. Running with Scissors was the first album I ever bought myself. I loved Weird Al before y'all were born, so there. So you can't have it both ways. I can't have it both ways. Can't be offended when we call you old and then be like, well. no, I can too. You show your eyes. I'm old. I can hold it both ways. <laughs> See my glasses? I'm getting old. <laughs> no, no. Okay, these are bothering me. But oh, like, I'm excited. Everyone can have glasses. I don't know anything about Weird Al's life. I don't know how he got where he was, and I'm interested to see if it goes into his process at all. He's also precedent for some of our laws with to parody. do with parody yeah. and performance. Uh, copyright and stuff like that so could be fun all i know is that he is a linguist and he has a really good sense of humor and that he is a good person and that's really all i need I to know i know he's like he's like, like christian and one of the cool kinds yeah like, like he, he's a good christian he's also a very good dancer for being honest yeah he, has he can play incredible like so control of I, his body i want him to teach me to play the accordion let's say <laughs> like oh god Oh, I want him not to teach you to play the accordion, <laughs> just for proximity. I can't imagine something that would be worse to like to hear it played badly. <laughs> <laughs> that and the oboe, the bagpipes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but Moving yeah. back over, Jason, movies. All right. Well, uh, I got something a bit of a spoiler. For what? A bit of a spoiler for Guardians of the Galaxy oh, Three. Don't care. About Go for okay, it, well, of course, Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is in production right now, and there have been a few, us uh, well, a few set photos that leaked. Also, by the way, Karen Gillian posted on Instagram, this was a wrap for her character on Guardians of the Galaxy, but the film's not done, so we'll see where it goes, but we get a peek at their new look, and I'm excited because here it is, they're going full-on comic. Oh. <gasps> Star-Lord is in his comic S costume from what is probably the most popular run of Guardians of the Galaxy in Marvel Comics. And Nebula is right there wearing the same suit. Okay. I am I am digging this this look. I love that run of Guardians in the comics. So to see the and it works. They made the comic costume work on screen. I love this so much. Whose arm is that? Um I mean Nebula did bust up her arm uh, no, no 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 coming out in front of the, the person know. with the mascot a, there's like a, a it's hella too, tattooed arm it's two pictures it's a side yeah I it put looks it like it could side. be Sorry. the same picture yeah, yeah they're I not walking it, yeah. I, I, I bunched them together here so oh, okay I was together. terrified for a second <laughs> right. I was like whose arm did they cut off and you know about the <laughs> beanpole <laughs> character so yeah they made the comic costumes work and I'm Sean Gunn I'm actually very happy about this like Seriously. I like it. I want to see. I want them to go full comic book with Groot and make him kind of creepy, elegant, yeah. weird. I, I'm, I'm about tired of kid Groot, and I yeah. saw in the yeah. trailers for Thor. Um, also, I got the Thor figures, and the Natalie Portman one is awesome. Um, oh, I saw her. She's beautiful. Um, the Valkyrie is really good, but I see we still got kid Groot. 
enough of this. Enough of this crap. Just grow. Let him grow. Put back some water up. on him, some fertilizer, some soil and sunlight. Groot needs to grow. I've had enough. I want the creepy, yeah, long, tender, like Groot in some of the comics has this really kind of eerie look to him because they went all out with like the wood and the the long. Because he's in a live he's in a live tree. That's creepy. <laughs> like that's scary. I would love to see them go that route, but I don't yeah. think they're headed now, that way. Now, um, the Guardians animated special that is going to be coming to Disney Plus. Uh, we're getting grown up Groots in that. Okay. But we don't know what timeline that takes place on, where it's... Whatever. I mean, at this point, I don't care. It's not a little child yelling, I am Groot. Also, speaking of the Guardians, person. I got the ridiculous Thor figure that time. Oh Ravager Thor. <laughs> I love it, though. Ravager. Look at it. Look at it. It's so The funny. word Ravager triggers me now because of Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> you say Ravager, oh, like, where? <laughs> Sequel. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, that's my right. movie news. I'm triggered Moving by on. Thor because we haven't gotten Ragnarok for God of War. Oh, yeah. So. They're showing right. too much. Moving so. on. More movies or television? Uh, somebody else can go. Oh, I only have television. I have manga. <laughs> uh, I have going a, once? I've got a trailer for your television. I have a, 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 so. a manga Sure, go for it. Okay, so I was talking about how Spy Family was like kind of thrown away and now it's back again and it's really popular. Well, something like that is also happening with Satoru Noda's original manga. Let me see if I can pronounce this correctly. Supi Namara Da. Supi Namara Da. Supi Namara No, no, no. It's. Marada. No, no. Supi. Namara is the name of the character, and in, oh, okay. So, like, stylized in the manga, that's a different color. Like, it, I don't get it. Anyways, if, <laughs> I've got if the na- if the name Satoru, Satoru Noda is, is familiar, it's because he is the original. He is the mangaka for Golden Kamui, and with the ending of Golden Kamui, there has been more interest in his original uh, ice hockey manga, Supi. Supi Namarada. And I'm actually kind of excited for it. I didn't know this one existed. I'd heard about it, but I couldn't find it anywhere. No one could tell me what the name of it was. Um, it originally ran July 2011 to November 2012. It only had six volumes, but it's going to be getting picked back up. Basically, the synopsis is that you have a figure skater who, like, he qualifies for the Olympic Games. His mother dies in a tragic car accident, and he and his twin sister move to Tokyo as orphans, and while he is going to high school, he becomes interested and joins the ice hockey team. So you get to see him go from being this Olympic gold medal, or not gold medal, but like Olympic figure skater to being an ice hockey player. And I love that concept. Like, they even talked to uh, Noda after, you know, after it had gotten canceled and everything. And he's like, you know, unlike things like volleyball and basketball and things like that, ice hockey isn't really that popular. So it's not a surprise that even in the circles of people that like this stuff, it didn't really gain traction. And that's why it was canceled. But since everyone likes his other work, people want this now. So... I'm so very excited. Canada would like a word. Yeah, Canada would like a lot of words. And <laughs> sorry, it was a frozen, hostile wasteland. 
I'm so, that is a reference to a Jim Carrey stand-up from 1997. Just so we can get our audience really niche out here. I mean, Canada does have the world's biggest hockey... Uh, What's, what's it called? Hockey stick. Thank you, hockey stick. That's what those things are called. Wow. So they probably have the biggest hockey ball, too. <laughs> is it not a ball? No. In reality, like, hockey is one of the more fun sports to watch. Even like, if you don't know what's going on. Uh, like, it's fast-paced. It's, yeah. Also, I see your comment, Jason. Yes, I love me some sports anime and sports manga. Want to fight about it? Want me to drag you to see the Prince of Tennis movie with me? <laughs> Mia will be there. That trailer ran in front of Sonic 2. And I just sat in the theater like <laughs> laughing like, I wish Cora was here to see this. Absolutely amazing. I'm sitting there like, okay, this has been this is now popular enough that it ran before Sonic 2. I can no longer deny. I mean, I'm still going to make fun of, but I, mean, I can't deny. You're in the right to do that. But yeah, uh... Ice hockey manga coming back very soon, and the minute that it's back, I will be buying all of the volumes <laughs> because I love me a concept that's not just I want to be the best. I like to have a little space. Oh, you know how like non-competitive Olympic medalists are. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Look, it's he starts out as a figure skater and goes into ice hockey. That's different. I mean, I actually it's immediately different. started choreographing a musical scene in my head with a graceful yeah. guy going around all the... Yeah, like... It's interesting. Visually, has a lot of potential. Exactly. No. <sighs> to right. whatever this is. Moving on. Yeah, not sure what they're doing. They're being we, We're going to play a new game called What Franchises Am I Talking About? So we have two trailers... Oh, goodness. One has a lot of hype. One doesn't. But we're going to compare and contrast. They both had an epic failure in 2019. They're both prequels. They both have a famous UK actor who has been in some embarrassing projects recently as their lead star. So UK actor. Yeah, pretty much. And they are both from unknown showrunners. One of them has a lot of hype. One of them doesn't. I'm talking about House of Dragons and Obi-Wan Kenobi. Guess which one is which? As you can see, there's no difference in these pictures. First off! <laughs> Tell me that this isn't the, it's the same thing. What's the same thing? They're the, I'm not saying that they're the same first show. Of, I'm saying that there should be. First, I don't know what House of Dragons is. What is it? Exactly. What is it? Is it's, Game of Thrones? It's the Targaryen prequel. Yeah. I don't care. Game of Thrones. I don't care. But why don't you care? These are identical. Because when we're Kenobi. talking about when we're talking about franchises and popularity of franchises, these should have the same amount of hype on paper. Nah. nah. Why not? Because Obi Wan was the best part of the prequels, and they've been talking about it since then. And the Targaryens weren't the most interesting part of the background of Game of Thrones? Yeah, but, like, the prequels were bad throughout. Game of Thrones, like, crashed and burned. So you think it's that it was right at the end? But everyone was disappointed with the the sequel trilogy in Star Wars, too. So they both crashed and burned in the same year, 2019. Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor was an amazing part 
of a subpar of a trilogy. Really subpar like, trilogy. Yes, I'm sorry. The prequels aren't great. They got obsessed with green screen. He lost his storytelling elements, and the actors didn't even know enough about what was around them. Yes, Star Wars. All, they didn't even no. They didn't even have a good enough understanding of like what was going on around them to really throw themselves into the role, which is why you have Natalie Portman looking so wooden when she can act her ass off. I mean, I will like, stand by the prequels because how dare we as fans say what this guy should have done with his property. We can still critique it and yeah, critique it. We absolutely can do that. You can that. critique the storytelling, but people mostly critique they don't like the way the story was. Oh, no, 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 no. No, not from over here. Like, I, they're good prequels in that they give an interesting backstory to questions that we had. They're bad movies. From a storytelling aspect, they're bad movies. Well, can we... Can we focus on Obi-Wan? Because I got, I got a trailer to play here, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. God, I... And you know what? Don't even bother playing the House of Dragons trailer because nobody cares. That's the whole thing about this story is nobody gives a shit about House of Dragons. So I don't have any particular love for Game of Thrones. Like, not wasn't my thing. Star Wars also just, like, teeters in and out of if it's my thing or not. And I, I only care about Obi-Wan Kenobi because I liked Obi-Wan Kenobi. He was, because um, uh, The Phantom Menace was the first Star Wars movie okay. I ever watched, and I loved him. He was the only part of that trilogy that didn't disappoint. Are you telling me that this whole thing comes down to how much we love Ewan McGregor? No, you mean Jesus? Fucks, no, this <laughs> looks, look, look, this is taking place ten years after Revenge of the Sith. Which apparently Darth Vader is like, um, I'm still holding a grudge for being made a triple amputee. Somebody find Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, I've heard that and happens. We've got the Inquisitors going after. We're seeing where the Inquisitors come from, where they base their base of operations. Also, arguably the most grisly scene of Darth Vader getting an arm screwed on and his chest thing plugged in. I don't know that thing had barbs on the other side of it. Okay. Got to see him somehow. I mean, like I, it's. It's positively terrifying, honestly. Look it at it, doesn't the boil down to that. Like, what? There's so many things that have been ruined. I'm trying to think of a lot more examples, and of course, drawing a blank that are ruined by bad endings. Bad endings absolutely ruin it. It it makes us question the entire story. If it was ever about the thing we thought it was about, but the rise of Skywalker was a bad ending. That has nothing to do with this. Can we Not focus like, on oh, Obi Wan? The series instead of. Going on all these tangents! No, Obi-Wan series! People's hype started building from the prequels. Nobody's even thinking about the newest series of Star Wars in relation to it. The Obi-Wan series has been like... You go off on tangents are all you the time. Are you unhappy with the way that we're covering this story? I'm unhappy when everybody's like all of a sudden just ungrateful. Y'all have overloading <laughs> plates of Star Wars. you got Star Wars shows. I was more defending toys, excitement about Obi-Wan. I was the, defending excitement about we're it. Getting, you got D, D, the D20 event. We get a, a huge helping of all this Star Wars. I have been devoid of Star Wars my entire life. 
this is my golden age of Star Wars. Right, and no you're yelling at me, and I was defending it. You, no, I'm just all these ungrateful urchins out here. Be, be, because Star Wars isn't like my obsession. The most I had was expanded universe novels that I had to go to the library I and read find. Those too. I read those too. But now I, I'm getting, oh, I'm I feel like I just got yelled at by my mom. <laughs> I've got like I got a lecture. Series, I was like, Mom, I had this story happened at school, and she gave me a lecture about how I'm ungrateful. Hear these? Yes, yes. <laughs> Eat the food on your plate. <laughs> oh, you know what? I think I did actually read a Star Wars novel. I think Spock was in it. Though. No. Oh, yeah, you learned about how the Force gives that Vulcan nerve pain. Yeah, yes, yeah. I'm totally being the parent. You know how I many starving kids are all around the world that don't have Star Wars? And you got Star Wars just coming out your ears, you ungrateful urchins. I haven't you even, caught, I haven't even caught up on the book of Boba Fett. Uh, I hate y'all so much. If it makes you mad, Jason. You Jason, if it makes you feel better. It doesn't. Paparia in the uh, in the chat is agreeing with you and telling you to go off. Thank so, you, thank you. Uh, you have gone fan. off enough. Anyway. Not to mention, any time that Game of Thrones wasn't being handled by the original writer, it went off the rails so bad and so upsetting that like. Can you really get it up for like a series that's like the prequels? It's My like, entire point. Are they going to give it to No, DVD? no, I cannot get it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like. I can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta cut this out and clip it on the channel. <laughs> I could get it up for Obi Wan. You and McGregor. I could get it up for Obi Wan. Never ever disappointed is, me. That's the title by how of this chapter. My autobiography. <laughs> I can get, get it up, it for, up for Obi Wan. I couldn't be happy. Also, if they awesome were doing poster, a prequel, awesome poster. I got to show that. Just it, not even a prequel. If they were doing Lady Stone, what's her face? Lady Stoneheart. Yeah, I would watch. The fuck out of yeah. that, but like, no, they're not. Matt Smith they're like a House wig. of Dragons. Like, I've no, we saw him in the Terminator movie. He can't save it by himself. That's what I was saying. They were both uh former or really famous UK stars in, with embarrassing projects because Matt Smith has the Terminator and uh Ewan McGregor has Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> oh, I forgot he played Lumiere with a Spanish accent half the time. It was real bad. Okay. Do I even play this Game of Thrones? Absolutely not. Okay. I think the whole point of this story is nobody gives. A yeah. Fact. No. It's not even named with something. Sorry. Like House knows. of Dragon. Like, are you kidding me? Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm, show, I feel I, like I pushed this off the I'll rails. <laughs> Don't show no, anything. No. No. You didn't do anything, Jason. Like, let's move we on. Found the nerve. More like, television. More, more television news. Jason, do you have television news? Don't even put that picture up. I don't want to see it in my house. <laughs> uh, hold on, uh, no, I don't have television news. I actually got passed okay. by on the video game. So. Oh, you had video game. I'm I so sorry. Have, I Go ahead. I have something brief. Um, Go for it. It's, um, I mean, we have been, I'm just going to leave it on. Uh, I don't have a picture or anything with this, but we have been relentless on Blizzard in the past year. Because it's deserved. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Thank you for renaming uh, your gunslinger to Cassidy. 
I enjoyed that. Thank you very much. But uh, Blizzard, has actually, Blizzard is still continuing to try to clean up their image and everything. And I got to give credit where credit is due. Um, they have hired their first head of, of culture to help d improve diversity and inclusivity. Um, first ever vice president, uh, her name is Jessica Martinez. She is now uh, apparently there to, as they say, quote, empower workers to feel they can learn, grow, and bring their most creative selves to their work. Now, uh, she previously came from Walt Disney, who she worked for for 14 years as uh, chief of staff in Parks and Resorts. So, I think she's got some credibility in that department. Yeah. So, um, this is this is all just brand new, though. I'll, we'll see when they... I want them to put their money where their mouth is on this one, and we'll see if they actually yeah. have any progress. Did my kid just turn on the washing machine? I, I Maybe. I want I want them to pull it together, but they also like they're trying to get uh, the whole like committee that they got together to elect somebody to the board. They're trying to shut that down. So they're also still shutting down workers that are talking about the experiences that are still happening that were happening before. Like, so well, we'll see. I, like I said, this is an announcement. Yeah, I want to see proof. Oh, yeah, like, I do want Blizzard to be better. I always want companies, especially ones that I have enjoyed their content, to be better so that I can continue to enjoy their content again and not feel sleazy for playing it. Diablo 2. Yeah. Uh -huh. But... I mean, that's my 2022 thing is, like, we're not going away. We're just going to make you fix it. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not giving you any more of my money. Mm -hmm. But it... And, until you have proven that you're going to fix it. Yeah. I will say most of it's not on the Overwatch League team. It's pretty diverse. Just want to support yeah. them because Oh yeah. Yeah. Parts of even parts of Blizzard that are doing things properly. Cool. We'll 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 support those branches, but they're not getting our money. I just want to shout it out mainly because yeah. I'm still so annoyed at everything and but I've seen the tweets from my girls and my buddies and my girls. like who lost a lot of sponsors and I'm like it it sucks I know you're not the problem yeah. but yeah fix it Blizzard alright anything else Cora uh, just real quick um, we have some more information on the Sailor Moon Museum that will be opening up in Tokyo's Roppongi Museum Ooh. it will be running from July 1st through December 30th, there will be three volumes. Volume 1 will be July 1st through September 4th. Volume 2 will be September 10th through November 6th. And third volume will be November 12th through December 30th. The new, the key art that you see right here was done by Naoko Takeuchi herself. And the exhibit will have over 600 original pieces, including some by her and some that have never been seen before that were done by her. There will also be an immersive theater. Um, there will be special effects and holograms there. There'll be an exhibit with original anime materials and goods from the spanning from the 90s all the way up into the present day. Tickets are on sale now and Japan has already talked about like around June, July, like lessening their restrictions on international travel so if you want to try and travel to japan before the end of the year to go see this exhibit you may have the option to now 
I'm very sad because I won't have that option because I don't have that money. But yeah, this is this is again all for the 30th anniversary of Sailor Moon. Very cool. so long. I know. So long. I just want to say the camera angle that I have right now perfectly captures Wong and America Chavez playing video games. Perfect. <laughs> I love that angle. All right, and last up, Kat, I know you wanted to talk about something. That's Michael Waldron. Today. Uh, Michael Waldron uh, was kind of Sam Raimi's partner in crime on the new Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Uh, I don't know exactly what his credits. I think writer. I don't know. Scott Derrickson, who did the first movie, like, left before Multiverse of Madness was finished. We don't have a lot of the details, but Sam Raimi kind of... Yeah. Anyway, Michael Waldron said that he had to... He was tasked tying together Loki and the Spider-Man movies and uh, X-Men and Doctor Strange. And he said the thing that most gave him the ability to do that show running rick and morty <laughs> he said they came it, out of the closet every week with like uh-huh. this giant concept and they'd be like yeah but you only have like six minutes to set yeah. this up because we have to talk about everything else that we actually wanted to get to in the episode <laughs> so just yeah have fun. Just do this. We're doing a heist premise. Oh, you're doing a whatever premise. He said that he said to appreciate your experiences in like the smaller, weirder stuff that doesn't feel as important because like holy shit. That makes perfect sense. And it makes me much more excited. And I've already been excited about this since it was announced. We're going to see it We're going tonight, to see it tonight. By the way, that's why I'm wearing a shirt from a Sam Raimi property. Hey! Uh, yeah, it's supposed to be good. I did want to ask real quick before we sign off, any predictions? For what? For Multiverse of Madness. <clears throat> House I mean, of M. House of M? House of M. Okay. I mean, uh, I just don't know how we're going to come out of this and into... Um, whatever happens next because i think we're definitely establishing separate well i mean we've already established separate universes but now we're the possibilities are endless off of this film is all i can say let me just present to you again house of m dr doom is a part of that fantastic four that's how they introduced Fantastic Four. I mean, Patrick Stewart was already walking across the red carpet. Out and just <laughs> randomly shows up places. Even though it would be really cool if he just like if randomly, he just randomly was like, "Hey, what's up?" Hello, just comes through yeah. the door. <laughs> I would love if he just walked through that door right That'd now. Probably how it actually happened. I predicted the Scarlet Witch is both like the loosest cannon and also the only one with her head on straight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if it's spoiled, but we've already seen Miss, you know, Haley Atwell on the red carpet as well. <laughs> Please, Lord. I mean, we saw her in What If. I mean, y'all know me. I clearly have a type. Yeah, you and Haley Atwell is definitely my like type. Women that could beat you up. Women that could kick ass. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm a little bit nervous about seeing it. I've heard that it's very scary, and I like horror stuff, but, like, they go hard on existentialist, like, abstract emptiness, and we I'm had a couple scared. issues with Moon Knight. A little nervous. And I'm, anxiety, I'm out of here to see it. As soon as we're done, I'm like heading out to go yeah. see it. So. Yeah. Yeah, same. I'm going Speaking to go to bed like an Do we need to? I think we need to 
Yeah, because your show goes in a minute. Okay, that's all for the Super Cool Nerd Show for today, the 5th of May, 2022. Uh, Sorry, from my right. Oh, right. Um, You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at CoroDonoArt for anything art-related or Suikoden-related. If you want to find me for anything Final Fantasy XIV related, chaotic underscore noodle on Twitter. Find me at BetterCat on Instagram and Twitter sometimes, and if I ever get it up for Overwatch League, Doa drawings for badly drawn cartoons of things that Overwatch League casters say. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, the good casts. And Doa drawings. And Doa drawings. At Jason X on Twitter and Instagram, and of course, go to supercoolnerdshow.com. You can also find us on pretty much all social media at SCNS Live. We're going to go see Doctor Strange, as we always say. Keep on learning! Doctor Strange! Multiverse of Madness! Jon Stewart! <laughs>